Nicola O'Rourke is the general manager of Lewis Road Creamery. Hi, Nicola. Hi, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. I want to start with this lockdown bakery, uh, baking. Are you telling me people are using your butter for baking? They are. Can how you imagine? How rich are these people? <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, a lot of them are in America and Australia as well. So it's not just they're not just baking with our butter in New Zealand these days, which is exciting. <laughs> is that right? So why are they so interested in it in um, America and Australia? Well, we um, we did a little bit of research on the US a wee while ago. I think a couple of years ago, and realised that up there, um, a lot of the dairy industry is growing feed and, and they love the taste of New Zealand butter because it's a grass-fed uh, butter. And not only that, they um, you know they have this fascinating romance with New Zealand, this little old country at the bottom of the world, and they love what we're doing down here. They think they think New Zealand's a great place. So the great great taste of combination um, of grass-fed dairy and and great tasting butter, they they love it. Nicola, obviously we've seen quite uh, quite a, a strong interest in the country since uh, Jacinda Ardern became Prime Minister and since COVID hit and we dealt with it a lot better than everybody else. Have you seen that reflected in the interest in your butter? Yeah, and well, and for two reasons. One, whenever we present to retailers up there over the last six months, the very first question we get is, when can we come and join you in New Zealand? <laughs> so until then, can we just eat your butter? And we say, absolutely, of course you can. We'll send you some as soon as we can. Um, so we get a lot of discussion really about um, intrigue, I guess, around what's happening in New Zealand and how are you guys surviving down there and are the cows okay? And everyone seems sort of happy out on the farm. And then I guess the other thing that that we get asked a lot about is, well, what does that mean for butter production? And, and you know, is New Zealand an open market? And when can you guys come back to the US? So, so it's, it's only been positive in our experience so far with, with talking to the US consumers. Uh, in terms of being unable yourselves to travel, has that been um, much of an obstacle? Uh, initially, we thought it would be. You know, we went to the market nine times last year, so we're we're in the US, bootlegging it around, um, talking talking to people about butter. But what's been really interesting is we've seen COVID, I guess, really level the digital playing field. So we were doing a lot of our conversations and follow up after those visits on Zoom, and we're very familiar with with how to uh, have a have a good conversation with both retailers um, and consumers over Zoom, but now that no one within the US can travel to see retailers and consumers, we actually find that it's a real advantage for us down here in New Zealand because we've been operating that way for over 18 months. So it's meant that now with both our competitors and also um, other retailers, we can have we can have a more level playing field with getting engagements and, and meetings and, and talking to people direct to market. That's really interesting. Um, I see, obviously, at the start of the year, you signed that deal with Whole Foods in the States. Um, and that was, goodness me, like a matter of weeks before our borders really closed, wasn't it? Did you guys freak out and think, geez, how are we going to make this work? Yes, there was there was a, there was some different... Freak out would have been a, an understatement, I think. Mm. We, were, we, we realised we'd made you know, a huge commitment to Whole Foods, which we were genuinely so excited about and worked really hard for all of last year. And then um, and then our first container of butter, the second container of butter, the doors opened kind of late January in the Texas port in Houston. And thank goodness the truck picked it up and took it out to the Whole Foods warehouses early February and we're on shelf. I think the 10th of February was when we landed on shelf and that was... Just serendipitous timing, really, because, you know, as we all know, a month later, 
almost everyone went into lockdown and um, consumers started to panic buy a little bit, not only here but in, but in the US. And, and if we hadn't have had butter on shelf, we would have not only let down what, what is effectively a great beachhead retailer for us, but also um, undone a whole lot of hard work that we'd, that we'd worked on to get butter on shelf last year. Are you, are you getting your butter out to US markets through air freight? Uh, no, we, we're shipping now by container. Our very first shipments early last year were air freight, but we moved to container shipments around mid last year. Okay. And tomorrow is Singles Day in China. Are you participating in this? No, we're not participating in Singles Day, uh, mainly because we're trying to preserve our sort of high-value dairy position. And Singles Day typically can be the cheapest deal sales period of the year. So we just watch, stand a little bit by the sidelines and, and watch how, how Singles Day goes down. And then we typically focus more around um, Chinese New Year, um, Valentine's Day, days that um, people are maybe prepared to pay a little bit more and for a high-quality high dairy product. So if you were to uh, just cast your mind forward to what the potential holds for not only yourself as a Kiwi exporter but all of the Kiwi exporters, is it just onwards and upwards? Yeah, I think you know, we, get, we get sort of talked a lot about, well, what, you know, what's changed and what next? And I think... Um, what I'm really encouraged by is I'm seeing um, New Zealand Trade and Enterprise and another, a number of other government agencies really supporting business to um, upskill in the digital space. And I think, um, I think that's, that's something that New Zealand did really well a number of years ago. We've sort of got a little bit complacent in that space. So understanding, understanding how as, as New Zealand businesses want to grow offshore, that they use a digital platform to do that, whether that's market access, whether that's talking direct to consumers. There's many different ways that can be done, but I think the faster this country can support each other and businesses can learn off each other to, to um, grow offshore digitally, the, the better place we're going to be. And I think the other thing that's really um, encouraging for New Zealand businesses, we're seeing the rise of this conscious consumer. So people looking for values over value, people demanding more from their brands. You know, they want to look under the hood and know that brands are doing their part to make the world a better place. And New Zealand's really well positioned to um, leverage our stories across lots of different sectors and in, in industries, including our entrepreneurial spirit, to, um, to prove that we're well, well placed as a country and well placed as exporters to fulfil that those needs of the conscious consumer and, and um, that's just really exciting for New Zealand business. I think um, it, it's not going to be easy and it's going to take some time. But I think as we start to um, as we start to share more and work together, it's it's a it's going to be a great place to be going forward.